Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, we visit RSA 2013. In February of this year, I attended the RSA conference in San Francisco. It was an opportunity to check in with a few attendees and to take the pulse of the security industry. There have been a lot of high-profile security breaches lately, and one thing I wanted to know was whether there's really that much more activity or if there's just more publicity around security breaches. I had a chance to put the question to Intel Chief Security and Privacy Officer Malcolm Harkins. You've just got a growth that certainly has happened from an organized crime perspective, some nation-state activities, hacktivism. So you have a lot of threat actors or threat agents that have become also very active in what they're doing. Harkin says a lot of firms are going through what he calls a maturation phase of how to investigate and respond to an attack. This leads to a rethinking of how to move forward. How you act during the incident and what actions you take post that, I think really signal uh, the level of understanding and maturity. And I think, again, it's new enough for some organizations which is where you're seeing that boom of needing assistance and needing help. Larry Poneman runs the Poneman Institute, an industry research firm. In his work, he talks about the post-breach boom that Harkins referred to. It's what an organization does after it's had a security breach. At RSA, he told me that organizations aren't dealing with the post-breach boom all that well. They were getting resources, but they weren't necessarily applying it the right way. And it led to problems in terms of what they were looking at, how they got to the root cause, how they contained the problem, you know, were they in fact doing things efficiently and or squandering resources. And so for the most part, we found, unfortunately, that organizations have a long way to go in terms of how they respond to security breaches. Poneman also talked about how small and medium-sized firms don't have the resources to deal with today's threat landscape, and they're going outside into the public sphere for help. That's a trend Malcolm Harkins has recognized in smaller organizations, too. They might not have the staffing or resources to provide even 24 by 7 monitoring. They might not be able to handle from a resiliency, even issues where a server might go down or those type of things. So I think, you know, certainly for smaller firms that don't have that expertise, leveraging the broad-based services that you can now get out on the internet from cloud services, software as a service, managed security service providers. Harkin sees the state of affairs in security in general as a mixed bag. So I do think that there's really probably a tale of two cities, so to speak. One is the negativity that you can see with what's going on and the escalating threats and the are we keeping up. But Harkin says in spite of that, there is a case for optimism. He sees the industry is in the process of developing hardware and services that enhance security. New identity and access management capabilities, for instance. You can start to get true multi-factor authentication that doesn't get in the way of the user with one-time passwords, near-field communications, a camera that can see me, a mic that can hear me, my wireless knowing where I'm at. And you know, with all those things, if I'm in my building, I've badged in, my phone's proximal, the camera sees me, the mic hears me, why even ask me a username or password? There's enough multi-factor authentication points and telemetry there that can be leveraged for what I'd say is a robust identity and access management capability. At the same time, you're getting out of the way of the user. I came across one such advance at RSA that could be part of a multi-factor authentication in the future. Look up and left. Verified. It's called iVerify, 
It's a mobile app that reads the blood vessels on the whites of your eyes for authentication. Toby Rush is iVerify CEO. So there's a number of types of biometrics, and obviously when looking at authentication, there's three broad types of authentication. Something you know, which are passwords. Something you have, which is a token or something, some piece of physical hardware. And then something you are, which is a biometric. So we are in the biometric space, right? So something that you are, as the sensors on these devices have become so powerful, the processing capability and the connectivity of these devices, you'll see biometrics start to supplant much of the password and username that you've seen on these devices to date. Malcolm Harkin says one theme that he thinks is perhaps underplayed in the conversation he hears at RSA is privacy. I think one of the things that I would hope to see in the, the future in these conferences is the discussion and dialogues on the inherent uh, interdependencies between privacy and security, as well as the tensions between them and robust dialogue on how to manage that tension so that we can have security and we can have privacy and respect for the individual and uh, their personal information. One big trend Harkin sees down the road is the expanded use of big data. He says that with the right big data and the right analytics, you can be more preventative and more predictive of what might be coming. I do think the real-time stuff and the big data stuff and all that type of stuff is definitely something that's coming into reality versus something that many of us have been doing early R&D in and deployments and experimentation. I think. 2013, 2014 will be really kind of the growth phase of big data for security. Larry Poneman says just take a look at the technological advances on display at RSA. Things like biometrics, next-gen firewalls, big data. Most security issues are not a problem with the tools, he says. They're a problem of implementation. It's a little bit like getting an iPhone and using it as like a telephone. That's the only thing you do. You don't do anything else on it. It's not a calendar. You don't use apps. It's kind of a waste of effort, right? A lot of these tools are very, very powerful, but it takes effort and it takes, it takes in-house expertise to get the job done right. Malcolm Harkin says even with the most sophisticated systems, being smart about decision-making around the flow from prediction to detection to prevention and to response is what will keep the organization secure. What you hopefully get with the right deployment of controls, as well as the right people, and the right intelligence sharing within your organization and with other organizations is a broader ability to sense, interpret, and act upon risk. That does it for our little tour around RSA 2013. For more information on security or any IT issues, go to www.intel.com IT. While you're there, you can sign up for the Intel IT Center for regular updates on IT topics, third-party research, IT-focused events, and more. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor.